Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chick Foley Show. We are living in a horror movie. It's day seven of quarantine season. There's nothing left on Netflix to watch, but hey, you can listen to Chick Foley's show. And uh, we're going to have a good old time. we got Sheena Phelps down in Virginia, here on the East Coast. What's up, Sheena? Yep, I'm here. I'm still just <laughs> uh, try, trying not to eat all the, the quarantine snacks. That's what I say when I show up to work. Yep, I'm here. <laughs> here so I am. all you're getting. And uh, Marco Denton up in Boston, Massachusetts, former home of Tom Brady. Yeah, just... Uh... He did, he he got that uh he got that girlfriend real fast after this uh this relationship huh he just jumped on the new girl real quick and never looked back there. Yeah, down <laughs> in Tampa hurt. Bay now. That, Tampa. that 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 it is rough when the uh when a significant other just finds someone right after the the mm-hmm. long relationship. But you know you just gotta you know pull up your bootstraps and keep marching forward. We're on to the next quarterback. That's what we're doing here. <laughs> That's, our coach would say. That's what we're doing here. We're moving on. We're on to the next episode and uh, we don't know what uh, tomorrow's going to bring, but uh, today's Wednesday. We're going to talk about some wrestling and hopefully entertain you guys. We hope everyone listening is home safe and um, you're adjusting to uh, life being quarantined. Uh, I am still working. I know Marco's now working from home. Sheena's doing the mom thing and balancing a bunch of stuff from, uh, you know, she's been quarantined. She's, yeah. she, she, she was quarantined before quarantining was cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's when you see everybody posting things about being on lockdown and being quarantined and you're like, Oh, that's my, that's my real life. Wow. I didn't know it was called quarantined. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a, uh, luckily the, the fridge, I, uh, the old fridge from, uh, before we remodeled the kitchen, I brought downstairs, we brought downstairs and I plugged it in. And it works. So I just went to the store the other day and just bought like two hundred dollars worth of meat, and uh, I'm you know good to go as far as supplies and toilet paper and all that kind of stuff. But uh, it's been a it's been a crazy couple of weeks. I don't think last time we recorded uh, mm-hmm. things really weren't uh, the world was a lot different last week. But um, yeah. we are here. I uh, there's an announcement coming tomorrow from the governor of Maryland. I'm assuming he's going to uh, shut everything down tighter than a bullfrog's asshole and. Uh, basically have only supermarkets and and pharmacies and stuff like that open so if that happens uh, if all three of us are at home i'm sure we're going to be able to do some a lot more content for you guys uh, to entertain you while you're home and uh, i'd like to do some sort of daily thing here if we jump on for a half an hour in the morning or something and just uh, drink coffee together and talk wrestling or 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 watch something to do do some watch along so we are going to figure things out we're going to hopefully entertain you guys while all of this craziness is going on but thank you for listening and thank you for supporting our show um you can find our t-shirts at prowrestlingtees.com slash chick foley uh that's a good way to support us there uh, you can follow us on uh, social media. Sheena is at Chick Foley on Instagram, and the show is at Chick Foley Show on Twitter. If you have any questions or concerns for us, we're uh, available 24-7, ask at chickfoleyshow.com. Uh, we have a huge, uh, not a huge, but a pr- uh, pretty huge uh, Q&A segment toward the end of the show tonight. We asked uh, a lot of our Facebook uh, friends for some questions, and they did not disappoint, so uh Pretty good show, and then we got to talk about uh, the announcements of WrestleMania and all this stuff. So, guys, we have a pretty it didn't seem like a pretty ba- packed show, but we have a lot of wrestling to cover. Uh, so, I'm excited to get into it with you guys. How has the last week or so been for you guys, and uh, what's changed, and and where do you see all of this stuff going? 
what as far as wrestling or just in life because a lot a lot has changed a lot has changed in life <laughs> yeah yeah crazy i'm thinking about buying a gun tomorrow i'm not even saying that to be dramatic i i think uh you know i don't want to bring the show down but uh I don't know. I just have like a bad feeling about like that. We were literally on in like a like a horror movie, and you know, I don't want to get too political, but I'm not you know a huge fan of uh, the people that are in charge of our country, and I don't have a ton of faith in them. So, but uh, we'll see where things go. As far as wrestling is concerned, um, we got yeah. a we got a couple announcement about WrestleMania, which are interesting. Yeah, we'll get into all that in our outside of the the ring segment. But um, with SmackDown and Raw this past week, they they took them to the Performance Center, which was the safe and the right call. Um, and there were some really good high spots in in that whole thing, right? Like you would just automatically like discount it out. I actually enjoyed, you know, watching SmackDown. There was a really a couple of really good segments, especially the Cena and Wyatt segment to to close the show. I mean, they both really shine. I mean, they're both really incredible on the mic. So they did they didn't really necessarily need the live crowd. Um, but it was just to me, it just kind of really, really drove home that like the world is in a crazy place right now because, you know, a lot of times as fans, we use wrestling as an escape, right? From like what's going on in the real world. Um, we're like, Oh, this is great. We're entertained, blah, blah, blah. But then when you watch something like that, it really just like, it's hard to escape from it because all you can think is the whole time is like, Oh my God, like things are so different right now. Um, so it was, it was definitely cool. And it was cool to see the reactions. I mean, obviously like my knee jerk reaction was like, I can't believe we're going to have a audience list, Raw and SmackDown, but um, I didn't hate. I didn't hate either show. I think they did the best with what they had. And you know, WWE. If anybody can keep the freaking ball rolling, it is it is WWE. Yeah, but you know, we'll we'll critique some things here and there because that's what we do on the show. But I, I do want to give props to WWE and, and AEW uh, for keeping things going and you know doing something like they they could have easily just shown. You know the West Kennel Dog Show, or they could they could, yeah. they could have canceled WrestleMania. They could have done a lot of things, but you know all the other sports have packed it up and gone home. There at least you know wrestling is is continuing to chug on, even you know even if it's with no people in the crowd. I mean we have to give them props for for giving us entertainment in a time where you know bowling alleys are closed, movie theaters there's there's nothing you know, yeah. really nothing you can do I mean, if they close liquor stores here in maryland i think people are going to riot because there's nothing else to do i mean i mean people are going to lose a lot of weight because i'm just going to want to walk go for walks i guess and do some yard work because right. the weather isn't bad luckily like we're not snowed in or anything but um th- thank god for wrestling being you know being here two three times a week to entertain us i will say this you guys and i want to get your thoughts I don't think WWE is creative enough to use this opportunity to add some things. Like in our group chat, we were talking about some things that they could do on the network uh, to give you, like even at the at the performance center, like you could just do some off the wall stuff. Like there's no no there's no expectations right now, you know. Like mm-hmm. so, do like I always love like back in the day when I used to watch that live every week. We they would go behind the scenes and show you like. Uh, during the monologue they would go back and show you everything and where everybody was set up and all that stuff i mean i would love to see just a behind the scenes like you know just just give me like a host or someone that's like you know have tom phillips run, running around or you know just do something have some some different shows like on 316 day just do austin clips the entire time just give me steve austin clips the entire time yeah. like all his best shit like in in a three-hour segment and then have him come out at the end i mean that's all you had to do like 
it's it's not hard. Um, but I just don't think WWE can come up with some some interesting things, Marco, to really keep this going. Whereas AEW, they're more you know who cares? Let's let it fly and see what sticks type of attitude. Where I think they'll 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 kind of embrace this whole thing. And as what we saw from tonight on on AEW Dynamite, um, you know they they pulled out all the stops. So I just do you, do you agree on WWE? I think they're you know it's. They're just kind of tried and true. They know what they're doing. They don't want to take any chances, and this is a time where you can. Yeah, I think they. Um, I think I said in the group chat that like, if you're going to compare the two shows, um, being at AEW's like first time with like out an audience, but I kind of joked that I was like they're kind of used to <laughs> not having much of an audience to work with. Um, but uh, they um, no, they they had a. I think they had a better production out of the out of the two shows. Like I said, I'm not sure if they're using like. It's TNT, and they have, like, their, like, TNT has a lot of, like, backlot studios and stuff like that, so they were able to, like, set up the whole, like, AEW, like, stage and everything, and have the pyro and all that stuff, um, and they had, like, like, personnel and, like, employees, like, around the ring, and, like, cameramen, like, watching it, and, like, reacting to all the moves and stuff like that, and I think that actually, like, that was missing from the WWE shows from Raw and SmackDown, um, and, you know, obviously, the times are different, and you, there's, like, you know, you can have a certain amount of people around, and, you don't want to have like any obviously anyone get sick or any anyone that's like challenged like like Roman Reigns for instance he's he's he has leukemia so he's like a he's like a prime candidate for that so he can't be around um, those types of crowds and I get that but uh, they get they like you said they need to do something a little bit better with like production wise like I was saying even like a lot of the promos that they're doing they didn't have to do them inside the ring at the performance center they could have like set up like an interview like in the back or something like that and take the focus away from the ring and the empty seats. Um, and if they're going to have a match, obviously do the match in the ring. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it, I think they should uh, take a few, like take a few notes from AEW and try to like make it more of a presentation when they do, if they're going to continue doing Raws and Smackdowns without any, anybody, or even when our uh, WrestleMania comes out, they need to like do something in that sense. Have like, they said, have like talent sit around, have like people that are training at the performance center, like, if it's only 15 people, you can have have 15 people spread out throughout the area to re- to react from the to the matches and stuff like that. So, but yeah, yeah, it's the the performance center is a good idea because you know they own it; they don't have to you know pay anything to 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 be there. But it just seems really small. Whereas, like, you know, we'll get we'll get to AEW tonight, and uh, I thought their setup was great; it looked awesome. And um, you know, they didn't show the crowd too much. The entrance was was straight away from the from the ring. Yep. Uh, so that made it kind of like you, di- you just didn't see like empty seats every five seconds, and they had pyro. They had a huge screen there. It just was a better setup. So you know we'll get into like like Sheena said, we'll get into WrestleMania a little bit later. But I mean, I I just think they're doing themselves a disservice by doing WrestleMania there. I mean, I'm sure there's an arena. I mean, wh- what are arenas doing right now? You know, like I guess if you do a big arena, you're going to have to, you know, at least have some staff there. You know, just to open the place. You know what I mean. You can't just can't just have nobody there. You have to have some some kind of security to watch the doors and you know operate all the lights and all that kind of stuff. Whereas the performance center is just kind of completely bare bones. So uh, we'll see what they do there. So uh, Sheena talked about SmackDown. We did see the return of Jeff Hardy, so he's back. Um, Raw was a uh, was very interesting. We saw the entire first hour and a half was the uh, the Royal Rumble match, just re showing that. Which uh, you know was was entertaining as hell. That was a great Royal Rumble, so I wasn't I wasn't upset about that. 
Uh, we saw Edge make an appearance, um, which which I'm kind of bummed about Edge. Like, you know, this is like you're not going to get too many opportunities for him to be kind of showing back up and, and appearing here. And it's just, you know, it's of no fault of their own. You know, this is out of everybody's control. But it just kind of sucks that this is like how it's going to be remembered. You know, it's just kind of like no, no fans there. Like, that would be a huge pop, him showing up on Raw again after all this uh, that Orton has done over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I think Edge, um, he did it. I mean, he, his promo was actually really good. It was yeah. one of the high points of Raw. And, you know, he's actually one of those guys that can pull that off and just kind of show the emotion and has like a quiet, like anger about him, you know, um, which I thought was kind of cool. But yeah, it, it is very disappointing. It's kind of like the, the same thing with like Drew McIntyre, you know, like he finally gets this big moment to wrestle at WrestleMania and it's going to be in front of an empty arena. Did you guys see the meme floating around that was like, uh, you know, leaves, leaves WWE to wrestle in empty arenas and then comes back to WWE, climbs the ladder um, to wrestle on the biggest stage of them all in an empty arena. (laughs) Yeah. What do you, what do you do there? Do you have Lesnar win and then maybe have uh, McIntyre win at like SummerSlam or you just, you know, or like, are you just like at that point, just have him win you know, because if you wait long enough, it's going to be like yeah. the thrill of it's over with, and you're moved on mm-hmm. to another guy, kind of thing. Uh, yeah. You always you always run that risk. You know what I mean? That's that's the thing is that with with pro wrestling, yes, it, it could possibly be a better move to move it to SummerSlam, let him have his big ginormous moment. But again, like you said, it could also have that effect where you drag it on too long and the crowd turns on him and it's like, you know, everybody's pissed off, which I mean, I guess it really doesn't matter because wrestling fans are going to be find a way to be pissed off about anything. So, you know, yeah. Uh, wrestling fans do do that. So that's, uh, <laughs> that is, uh that's true. Marco, anything else from raw that we should touch on? I do want to talk about, um, uh, the Undertaker coming out almost like in the American Badass outfit, which yeah. was interesting. Um, yeah, and, and, and abs- he was walking kind of fast. I, yeah. I told Marco a little bit earlier. I was like, "Dude, if if uh, Undertaker has been able to walk that fast the whole time, why have we spent thirty minutes on his entrances for like the past twenty five years?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, how many WrestleManias could be shaved down? Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, I do like that he uh, he he did sign the contract, uh, and then he. Uh, crumpled it up and then shoved it in what Carl Anderson's mouth or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think that's how selling works. You know, have you ever, I'm sure you guys have bought a house on you sign like a thousand papers. That's what I've always wanted to do. Like literally when you buy a house, you have to sign your name like 500 times. And, uh, that oh, would probably God. feel pretty good to just like say, <laughs> fuck it and just crumble it up and shove it down. Somebody's throat. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guess we're getting uh, American badass undertaker, which would be pretty cool. I mean, it's more, uh, you know, I, I think we've we're past the days of the uh, the phenom Undertaker at this point. Right? True, and it's obvious that they're trying to they're trying to ruin the mystique of the dead man. You know, they're really like they're really letting AJ go all in and you know unveil like pull back the curtain on Undertaker. So I don't, I definitely don't feel like we're going to get our standard undertaker you know hat gloves dead man look i think it is definitely going to be some you know it could just be mark you know he kept they kept he kept calling him mark you know so i mean it could be some new iteration of taker that we oh haven't even God. seen yet you know mark calloway that would yeah be insane um edge uh we talked about edge a little bit they announced that it would be in the last man standing match against orton i'm pretty pumped for that match i mean i think 
Uh, just seeing Edge back in the ring at all is going to be exciting. But uh, I'm, I'm assuming that's going to be kind of the uh, the Shane McMahon-Miz type of match where they're going to go all over the arena and, uh, you know, just just basically a hardcore type of match. So I'm all, mm-hmm. I'm all for that. Owens challenges Rollins, which, you know, that should be a five-star match. Those two guys can go. Um, so, you know, WrestleMania is setting up pretty well. I mean, I would love to see this whole <laughs> card at, uh, you know, in a huge arena. But uh, that, yeah. that's not going um, to happen. It's not going to happen, and um, it's going to happen over the course of two days. Uh, it was just announced today that we're going to have a two-day WrestleMania, which a lot of fans have been clamoring for for years. Like, let's make it two days. So, really, it, t- it took a worldwide pandemic flu to get us to have a two-day WrestleMania. Um, and I think it's good. I think it could be good and bad. You know, um, I, I definitely think it's a precautionary measure to make sure that, you know, they limit the number of wrestlers and personnel and everything from gathering in one place. Like if they have like the whole mania card and all of the people there that, you know, are going to be a part of mania, it could be a health hazard, but it could also be just like them trying to prevent it from feeling like it was just dragging on and on and on because, you know, I mean, an empty list, an empty arena WrestleMania could really, really feel like it, it is like a week long, you know? Yeah, I I don't know why they have to do it live. I guess if like you could honestly just tape this thing and just make it like perfect, you know, and make it like true. Yeah, that's uh, true. I mean, too. What, what's the point of, of doing point, it yeah. live? You know, but I do like the two day thing. That would be cool if it, it if it lingers because that WrestleMania weekend is so there's so much to it. I mean, especially with now NXT getting into the fold. If you take away, I mean, I would be all for taking away the takeover. Sorry, the well, they're the not pun. they're not doing the takeover, yeah, right? Takeover no, 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 yeah, no, no, just like going forward, like in making it a two day thing. Oh, and, okay, and having like yeah, NXT yeah. matches and like doing you know two full pay per views on Saturday and Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, and and because fans are there already. I mean, what are they doing? They're going to other shows or do they're doing the Hall of Fame thing or you know, mm-hmm. the takeover. So uh, if, if this gets us a two day WrestleMania going forward, I w- I would love that. I think it's great. Uh, I don't know if you were. Uh, helping the 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 future women's champion or not, but I just said I I just feel like the the performance center is a little too small for WrestleMania. I don't know if you need to go back and watch NXT. I don't think you watched it tonight, Sheena. Uh, they had an awesome setup for uh for AEW. I'm sorry, and uh, just just the the just a, <clears throat> some bigger arena. There's the screen was big. They did pyro and just like the performance center is just so small. It just doesn't have the feel and then the entrance way for AEW was right in front of the camera right on the you know as you yeah. as you watch yep. the match it just 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 shot very well so you know i know they're working with what they have um but uh, i just don't feel like the the performance center you just can see so much dead dead space i do like uh going back to raw i do like when when uh stone cold stone cold said something and uh, I said something like, give me a hell yeah. And then just they, <laughs> they panned to the crowd. They panned oh to my, the open yeah, seats. Yeah, the empty seats. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, I love um, that. Um, did, did we talk? I was. I know I had to jump off and help the future women's champion, but did you guys kind of talk about the 316 segment? We did not. We, we talked about some uh, of the other uh, things. Oh, uh, yeah. I, to me, you know me. I love Stone Cold Steve Austin. He can do no wrong in my eyes. But it was so obvious to me that um, – that segment was like awkward with no crowd. Like, you know, edge edge got away with not having a crowd and it was okay. Cena, um, Cena Wyatt got, got over with no, with no crowd and it was okay. The Roman Reigns interview. Fine. Steve Austin needs 
the pop of the crowd. He needs the interaction because it was just like, let me get, give me a hell yeah. And nobody would say anything. Then Byron was scoring his, um, his points. He was doing some sort of like Jeff Foxworthy. Uh, you might be a redneck if gimmick, but it was like, you know, you might, it might be three sixteen day if, um, and I just thought the whole segment kind of like fell flat, you know, even though I love stone cold Steve Austin. Can we talk about uh, Byron Saxon having a gray suit, a black red shirt, socks, red socks, a black shirt, and a pink tie? I don't know if yeah. I don't know if it was doing that on purpose, or that's all he had to wear, or if he's trying to look like Jimmy Jimmy Hart, or I don't know if he thought anybody was going to see his socks. Maybe, maybe he just like when he put them on, he didn't realize he was going to be going into the ring for that segment. Yeah, yeah. Um, because he was going to be behind like a desk or something, you know, so nobody was going to see his socks. But yeah, Stone and Stone Cold pointed it out. Stone Cold was like, "Oh, red socks, huh? <laughs> yeah. Coral, coral tie, huh?" He took that stunner like a complete piece of shit. Uh, didn't <laughs> didn't spit the beer out, but uh, you know, it's been a while since he's been in a ring, so we'll give him a little bit of I a didn't, break. I didn't think it was that bad. I've I've seen I've seen worse. Oh yeah, stunners. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Shane McMahon takes a pretty wretched stunner. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Was, so that, that was that was it was an interesting week in wrestling to say to say the least, an unprecedented week. I don't think I can remember ever having an audienceless Raw or SmackDown. Can you guys? Maybe I'm missing something because there was a dark period of my my fan. No, hood, I don't but, think they've ever no. had to do anything like this before. We we, no. we touched a little bit. I didn't watch NXT. I guess Marco can touch on that. But tonight on AEW, we saw a couple different uh, debuts. We finally get the Exalted One uh, for the Dark Order, and it's revealed to be uh, Brody Lee, aka Luke Harper. Mm. Who um, I've always been a fan of in in the ring. Uh, he's uh, gets injured every like thirty days, uh, which right. is always <laughs> was always his um, his his problem in the WWE. And a lot of people were saying he just wasn't used properly. I mean, he was part of the Wyatt family. I mean, they gave him a couple couple tag team runs last last week on our retro re- wrestling recommendation of the week he was in a a, a four-way match at wrestlemania with like new day and usos and somebody else like they they did a lot with him i mean he was a yeah. intercontinental champion i mean they gave yeah. him, they gave him multiple opportunities um and i mean the sometimes the best ability is availability and he's that was his problem he was just hurt yeah every every you know two two times a year he'd be out for two three months here and there uh, he's a super intelligent guy. He was on, I think it was Stone Cold's podcast, you know, a couple years ago, maybe. Uh, super smart guy can can speak really well, and I think he'll do good in that role. He's awesome in the ring. I just don't know. I mean, they they kind of milked that angle out for a while, so uh, mm-hmm. everyone thought it was going to be Matt Hardy, who also showed up at the end of the night. Uh, I guess he's going to replace one of the young bucks uh, in the Blood and Guts match next time we see AEW Dynamite. Uh, Marco, I don't know if you watched it. They they said several times the next on the next the next time we have AEW. They didn't say next week on AEW Dynamite. They said you know they multiple times they said on the next episode of AEW Dynamite or something of that to that effect. Well, I'm assuming they want to just make sure that we know that like you know, there could be you know and that's true. We're living day to day here. I mean there could be no mm-hmm. AEW Dynamite next week. We don't know what's going to happen. So it depends on on what happens here, but I guess Matt Hardy is going to fill in for that last role on the all elite team. And, uh, what do you think about both of these, Sheena, both of these debuts on one night, it felt kind of, kind of forced in, kind of shoehorned in here. Yeah. Well, like you said, we're living day to 
today. And so they, they already signed Matt Hardy and they've signed Luke Harper. So they're like, we got to get him on TV, pal. Cause it could be, it could be a month or two months <laughs> before we have TV again. So, um, you know, it could have been the circumstances or it could have just been typical AEW to where it's just like, they're just trying to throw everything out there and kind of see what sticks. You know what I mean? Yeah. For these guys though, I mean, if they're not selling tickets, they don't have house shows that, you know, basically the t-shirts is the only thing you're going to get any revenue from. So, you know, might as well get them out there, get some Matt Hardy yeah. t-shirts rolling in, uh, make some money off of those. They did uh, a really cool thing. I know there's a Jericho t-shirt on ProWrestlingTees.com, and I think a Cody t-shirt, and all the proceeds go to uh, COVID-19 uh, for families that are dealing with that. So pretty cool there. Check that out, ProWrestlingTees.com. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's I guess you just have to kind of strike while the iron's hot. Everybody knew those guys mm-hmm. have signed, so might as well. Right. Might as well, but but it's it's just funny on Twitter. People are super excited about this, and I totally understand. But you know, Matt Hardy's forty five years old. Luke Harper is forty years old. Lance Archer is forty three. I had no idea. I felt like he was like a young guy coming from from New Japan. Um, you know, these guys are on the older side of of as far as wrestling uh, talent goes, and and you still have you know. Cody Rhodes, Dean Dean Ambrose, and Goldust, and Ty Dillinger, and, and all Jack Swagger, and all these guys. I mean, you can list fifteen former WWE guys right now off the top of your head in AEW. And, and, and I always thought AEW was going to be the place where young talent was going to get a chance to shine. The more of these guys that they add, Sheena, you know, they're they're brand names. They're going to get you higher ratings and more ticket sales and all that. It's the stuff you want, but. Uh, I mean, you could see the the opposite effect of some of these younger guys jumping over to NXT and saying, "I have a better chance to to be on TV there." Yeah, you know, it, it's it's always a fine line to cross. I mean, I don't know what the what their contract negotiations are. Like, if they have like you know no compete clauses, or you know you can't go to a competitor for X amount of years, months, whatever. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you definitely could lose some of those people to NXT, but. Honestly, though, I feel like the the younger guys that are that are a part of AEW, like they really fit the AEW type profile. You know what I mean? I don't feel like someone. I mean, not not that Luchasaurus is um, young. He's definitely not young. But um, is he young? I don't think he. He's like older, right? Uh, I'll look it up while you're talking. But uh... yeah, I was gonna say like you know someone like that. Like he doesn't fit the the NXT profile. You know, like him and Jungle Boy, like they belong in AEW. Like they just they kind of just fit there. Um, so Darby Allen, I could see, I mean, Darby would be cool in NXT, but he's a little bit too extreme for WWE product, you know, like his, his whole, his whole thing is just like, just being like so far out there. You know, I feel like if you tried to put him in a box in NXT or WWE, he would kind of just like sink to the bottom. He's 35 Luchasaurus, which is, you know, know, we're in his his prime. I mean, he, yeah. he was I was going to say, don't be saying that's old now. Listen, listen. Yeah, I know. Hey, that's (laughs) younger than me. (laughs) <laughs> oh man yeah so um i mean i'm excited to see what happens it's going to be interesting how they piece all all of these things together and speaking of signings <laughs> this one i'm not too excited about but i don't know how our, our fellow mass hole will feel about it but uh gronk is apparently signed with wwe which we knew but he's going to be hosting wrestlemania i love how there's crickets yeah, I mean, you know how hosting duties go with with WrestleMania. It's not the uh, he's, he's going to get involved somehow, obviously. But yeah, when you hear someone hosting WrestleMania, it's never like 
<laughs> it's never good. It's never entertaining at all. So no, but I mean, Who like knows? the new day. I feel like the new day at thirty three were really good. I feel like they yeah. they had they had like the it factor to kind of like bring the fun. Like the street profits. Like could they not host WrestleMania? Oh, like awesome. so they would be a uh, freaking amazing. But you get Gronk, someone who is just like. Joe Schmo off the street. I mean, obviously, I know he's like, you know, not Joe Schmo off the street, but like to <laughs> wrestling fans, you know, like it's just like why it doesn't fit. It's like a disconnect. Like, why do we have Gronk here? Yes, he got involved in a match like, you know, five years ago, but mm. why does he get the, the honor of hosting WrestleMania? Yeah, he's a huge name. I mean, I don't know how much of a wrestling fan he is. I know his boy Mojo is a wrestler, so he's, a, he's maybe around it a little bit more than he used to be, but. I mean, Gronk, Gronk is just in it for a paycheck, I'm sure, you know. True. Uh, yeah. I, I do. I would do, like, prefer a current or former wrestler to be in that role. Um, but Or uh, even, like, a wrestling personality. Like, it could be somebody. I mean, I, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. But just somebody who's, like, been at least involved in the business or, like, you know is, like, a true fan. I don't know. Maybe I'm being too harsh on no, Gronk. He might, do an, he might do an amazing job, and I'll be like, oh, man, I shouldn't have, you know, written him off so early. But I just feel like they're just trying to do whatever they can to bring more eyeballs yeah. to the product. Like, oh, yeah, you know, Gronk, you know, like, everybody knows, you know, Gronk's name, so let's just, let's see, let's put him in there and see what happens, you know? Yeah, maybe if someone who can make uh, coherent sentences would be better, but, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the, yeah, I had, I had a few less concussions. The dude's brain is like ramen noodles at this point, so we'll, we'll see know. what most happens. Of, most of the WWE talent is probably, the former WWE talent is like that, too, so, you know, it's... Very true. At least, at least Gronk has got like a, a decent looking face, you know. Uh, did you, I know. Did you guys oh. go ahead? No, go ahead, Marco. Did you see? Uh, did you see Jericho? Um, what he? Did you see his like closing promo at the end of the show? No. And what he? His his uh his creed. He said he is um now banning all fans from all AEW shows <laughs> until. Oh further my notice. gosh, um, that is even, genius. Yeah, even if uh even if the world gets better tomorrow, there's still. They're still banned because he doesn't oh, want anyone my. chanting for Cody Rhodes or like Hangman that. Page was, or any one funny. of the of the elite guys. It was hilarious. How he's... Oh, that's so good. God, Jericho <laughs> is just solid. He's gold, a great. Man. He's the greatest. Mean, he's the greatest of all. I don't know if we ever said this before, but he's the greatest of all time. I know people love Ric Flair. I know a lot of people love the Hogan's. I think Chris Jericho is the greatest of all time. And I'll argue anyone on that fact. Oh, uh, that's that's taking it far, Mark. That's a hot take. I mean, that's usually that I'm hot usually take. the hot take kid. That's that's a little hot, man. Yeah. That's, I mean, do, you know, who, you know, uh, who's uh, lasted the, the test stat, of time? That guy is gonna love that take. The stat guy is gonna love your your hot take on on that. Yeah, who who's test who has who has like been relevant for the past like name somebody that has won championships and like reinvented themselves over and over again to be relevant. Well, I mean, he has he has done that. He has like withstood the test of time. You know, I mean, to be like a, a multi generational wrestler. I mean, you obviously have legends like the Undertaker, and then you have like you know Goldberg who came back and stuff. But yeah, it's just somebody that's just been consistently, yeah. you know, with the product in and out. Like I think, uh, yeah, Jericho Jericho's pretty freaking yeah, solid. I, mean, I think because I, you can you can you're elevating him because he can talk so well and that's you know you can you can talk when you're 30 or talk when you're 60. I mean you're, if you can talk on the mic that's a skill that you're going to have whether you can wrestle mm -hmm. or oh, not. Oh yeah yeah definitely. You know I mean Ric Flair I would put in that category right with him you know and not that he reinvented himself but I mean 
he never really got stale in my mind. I mean, he just could. He oh could just... my gosh, his the last the last like five years in WWE, he's gotten on my nerves more than anything. Before that, it was like okay, whatever. But like, I feel like they've like just just kept pushing him, and I'm just he doesn't. I don't know. He every time he gets out there, you just don't know what the hell he's gonna say, and it never True. makes sense. And it's like, okay, Ric Flair, like what the what the hell are you doing? Like this is this is getting really awkward. Um, but yeah, I, I know what you mean as far as like before that, he's definitely one of the best. Marco, did you watch NXT at all tonight? Did they have any actual matches? Um, not that I seen. Every time I turned it on, it was like some like recap stuff from like yeah. That's literally all. I mean, I read uh, like a rumor that they were going to do like a more of like a a recap type of show for NXT from mm-hmm. going forward. No live matches, really. Just like try to introduce everyone or like new people to like the different wrestlers and stuff like that. And like go go back and like go over a DIY story and how they started out and what happened yeah. to them and all that stuff. So that's, like, that's exactly what, it seems like what happened. Doing. Yeah. yeah. I was so, I was watching back and forth like as I was running up and down the stairs trying to get the the kids to sleep. But uh, yeah, I saw them. They were doing like a Rhea Ripley recap, like her, recapping her whole career from like her first May Young Classic to the second May Young, and then how she got involved with Charlotte. And they, like you said, they did the DIY history and all of that. So yeah, I don't know if I don't know if that's going to be like every week. I haven't heard that yet, but that's that's definitely what happened this week. Whew, yeah, uh, I mean, I would hope they would use this time to read not 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 reset everything, but like kind of fine tune and and like rewrite like for going forward, where we don't have angles about like animatronic spiders and shit like that. Like, it's a uh, perfect time to just like fix fix some things, you know? Like they could definitely fix some things, but I mean. It's it's one of those things like uh, to quote the Incredibles, you know, you keep saying, you know, gosh, I just saved the world. You know, why is it already messed up again? Like, you know, sometimes you just sometimes you just want to save the world and it stays saved. You know, like that's exactly with WWE. Sometimes you're like, oh, my gosh, they fix things. And then it takes one episode of Raw for them to undo everything that they had had fixed in the previous months. But like I mean, we we I could name ten shows, and we we did me and Sheena did a Patreon episode about this and how like things you could add to the network. But this is a perfect time. Put on a morning show, like do do a morning show on Twitter with like Renee Young and somebody else. Do a trivia show. Do you know like a weekly like like make this whole week about Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, I didn't see anything on the network like. Uh, celebrating him or doing like a, a countdown of his top 10 best matches like you have right. all that content like just like throw it up do there. you think do you think we are going to get to a point in this crazy world that we live in where wwe actually gets shut down like where everything goes on legitimate like government lockdown like out of vince mcmahon's hands and we have like no wrestling man it's like no live wrestling i should say it's really worrying me because like there's just people are going to start freaking out because there's nothing to do nothing to see nothing to be entertained by i mean for all going to be homes and home in our houses you know we can make babies for a little bit and we can watch netflix for a little mm-hmm. bit. No but babies over here. Sorry. No, you got you guys got plenty of babies. I have enough. Yeah. yeah. I can only barely <laughs> stand the one I have. I want to get rid of that one. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> but the other oh the God. other the other twenty three hours and fifty five minutes, I need something to do. <laughs> um 
you know, you could like deepen the relationships with your family. You could FaceTime a friend. Gina, come you on. Could, she, come you on. could read a book. You could go for a mm. walk. You could exercise. Yeah. You know, there's there's tons of things that you can do besides couch surfing, waiting for more wrestling. True, true. But I mean, there is there is also plenty on the network so I can stay entertained. That's very and, true. Uh, but yeah, I definitely uh, I think I think the the entire nation is going to lose a lot of weight during this thing because you know, the weather is nice. People can go outside mm -hmm. and my, yeah, and and they're so worried about rationing, they're gonna not, they're not gonna like want to like you know plow through all their snacks because they're like oh shit what if i can't get this again you know yeah, okay i, I don't want to get out swiss the cake rolls i need swiss cake rolls yeah they're all gone they're gone we should do like no a, we should do like a one of the episodes we'll do bonus if if i'm fired tomorrow is uh like a snack some sort of snack uh bracket or something like that because um oh, i love snacks I love snacks so much. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm a snacker. The, I think uh, my, the baby face got that from me, dude. He, he snacks all day long. I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I'm like, dude, we, these are like quarantine snacks. These aren't like your regular snacks. Like we got, he'll just like open it and like feed half of it to the dog and then eat half of it himself. I'm like, dude, that's <laughs> precious. We got to keep these cheese sticks as long as we can. You know? Um, but yeah, he's he's definitely a snacker. I don't know what's going to happen when he hits like you know his uh, prepubescent stage and like the teenage years. We're going to have to like you know get extra jobs and shit. I want to before I forget, I want to give props to our buddy Michael Lanham who um, sent my son a couple uh, awesome gifts off of Amazon. Uh, sent him a, a pair of handcuffs because he heard us talking about it on the show. That Nash, uh, my son, found a pair of me and my wife's handcuffs that we had. <laughs> you know, used back in the day, and then he sent him a cruiser, uh, cruiserweight, uh, a belt, like you know, that would actually fit around him. So, uh, thank you so much. I, I talked in our group chat that uh, my son's birthday was his party was on Sunday, and um, like four people backed out, like within like the within like an hour of it happening. Like, come on, man. Like, I understand, like, if you don't want to come, like, because of all this stuff that's going on, but like, literally, they text us like an hour before we got there you know it's like yeah that's I, bad that's bad etiquette yeah. so he's, no, no way around that no because it's like you you knew you weren't gonna come like yesterday mm -hmm. probably um so we still had like five or six kids there and you know he he he's only he just turned five so he's 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 not smart enough or not like socially aware enough to know like what's going on. you know he he had a great time he he didn't care our buddy Darius was there with his son and a bunch of my friends were there. So we had some, some beer and some pizza and it was like our last, like we all like were talking like, this is probably our last like time out, like, you know, with people Before, and yeah. there was no one there. We had the entire bowling alley to ourselves. This lady was like up our ass with it. You want more drinks? You want this? You want that? You know, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, that, that was cool. And I just got him a bike for his birthday. So we're, we've been riding that around and I'm sure I'm going to, be, be chasing him around with that so um yeah uh just like mike lanham mike yeah, lanham mike, is the yeah. real mike NBC. thank you so much yeah. mike mike told me a story about how he went to a kid's birthday party when he was a kid and there was like one other kid there and he felt like you know just it just sucked you know and that wasn't the case but i can see that was my biggest fear like god i just don't want my son to like have like a party and nobody show up like when you have kids like that's the kind of things you think yeah about. So, oh yeah for sure so mike mike's done so much cool stuff for me and and all of us in our group and you know he's always hunting for figures and, and not really collecting them himself so uh mike's an awesome dude i appreciate him so much so i should have saved that for our go figure segment but i wanted, <laughs> wanted to get that we're all over the place here tonight but 
Hey, it's all right. So is the world. So, yeah, you know, so we're, we're, yeah. we're right. We're right in line with exactly what's happening. So, you know, if we're, if we're a little all over the place, it's cool. We fit right in. Yeah. The, uh, I forgot to mention this segment is actually sponsored by our good friends at Chalkline Apparel that you can, uh, you know, while you're home, while you're sitting mm-hmm. on your couch, you can go to chalk-line.com uh, and uh, use our code and get a discount there. It's code chick c h i c k for fifteen percent off of your order. Sheena just posted uh, some awesome stuff on Instagram. I think they have the uh, mm-hmm. the Hulkamania shorts are coming in. They got the yeah. WrestleMania jacket. They got the uh, ECW gear, the Heart Foundation, all kinds of stuff. If you've never been to their website, definitely check it out. They basically have every wrestler you can think of, every wrestling promotion you can think of. They have old ECW jackets and. WCW jackets. I mean, they, I mean, you can spend your entire paycheck on this website. It's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, they have fire stuff, and they have a lot of stuff. Obviously, with everything that's going on, um, everything's getting a little bit delayed. But um, definitely follow them on social. It's at Chalkline Official, and man, their spring drops coming up are just straight freaking fire baby so yeah hit them up support them they they feel like they have a large presence i actually talked about this on instagram today like they're so huge you see everybody wearing chalk line jackets and shorts and the whole the whole nine they're always at all the big events but they're a little small like just multi-dude operation um so definitely feel good if you're buying stuff from them know that it's going to a good place and it's supporting a, a small a small little business and uh yeah use use the code chick very cool. Let's go outside of the squared circle here. We talked about the WrestleMania being uh, live from the Performance Center over two mm-hmm. days. Uh, the Hall of Fame and TakeOver are canceled. Uh, we did learn that Jushin Thunder Liger is uh, being added to the Hall of Fame. We had talked about that months ago, that you know when mm-hmm. he retired at Wrestle Kingdom, that would probably probably happen, and um, uh, that did. I'm not a huge uh, follower of his work. I mean, I watched him wrestle a ton in WCW. Uh, when they had the cruiserweights there and a uh, super entertaining guy, but a hundred percent deserves to be in the hall of fame. And this hall of fame class shaped up to be pretty special, man. I'm, I'm kind of bummed. We're not going to have a, uh, a hall of fame induction ceremony. Here. Well, um, it was just revealed. Uh, I just thought tonight it may have happened like yesterday, but Georgia Smith, um, said on social media that, um, WWE informed her that they were planning to postpone the hall of fame until SummerSlam. So they were going to hold it during SummerSlam weekend, oh, which, cool. um, yeah, which would be super cool. Cause I was really bummed obviously because freaking bulldog finally gets in the hall of fame and it gets like completely obliterated. And, you know, Jushin Thunder Liger too, which is like, you know, a lot of people are like super, super hype that, he gets to go into the hall of fame. Um, and you know, all the, the Bella army out there, they're just clamoring for, uh, their, their Bella twins to get in. So I would hate for them to, to be able to miss that. But yeah, so apparently it's going to be SummerSlam weekend. And Bautista, don't forget about him. Bautista. I did, I did forget about him for a split second. Yeah. Bautista is going in too. And NWO. So it's a pretty, uh, pretty stacked card, man. Mm-hmm. All over the place yep. there. I yeah. think NXT, I think NXT is going to be um, on SummerSlam weekend too. Like they're just going to move like that takeover to, to that weekend. So we won't get them during WrestleMania weekend, but um, you know, hang, hang tight because I think it's going to happen. We got a new broken skull sessions episode with stone cold mm-hmm. interviewing Brett, the Hitman heart. I yeah. uh, have not watched that yet. I will. That's on the docket for this weekend. Uh, to watch, you gotta you gotta kind of space out your watching stuff because um, there's only so much stuff to watch, and uh, you know that's one of the things I'm really interested. Marco, did you end up watching that? I know you're a huge Bret Hart fan. 
Oh, of course. You have to. I watch it like right after Raw. You have to. <laughs> I mean, why not? But uh, no, it was really good. Um, I actually got my my retro recommendation off of that because uh-huh. they um, they deep dive. Uh, it's really good. They deep yeah, dive they the do. um the submission match. Um, and it's really cool just hearing both of them talk about it and like how everything went went to uh went according to plan actually. And Bret Hart actually mm-hmm. said if he if he wants to show somebody when he wrestled when he was young, the first match he shows is that match. Yeah, which is pretty telling. But on Bret, like he's like this like obviously he's like this like guy that's like perfect in every way when it comes to like his wrestling ability and stuff like that and like he always looks at everything with like a a keen eye and for him to pick that match as his as his like go-to like hey oh you ever seen me wrestle watch this match right here um it's really yeah. awesome i think um, it was pretty cool that they talked about like neither one of them wanted to do a submission match because they're like we're not yeah. you know he's like even though i have like you know the sharpshooter he's like i'm not a submission fighter you know like that's exactly. not my that's not my forte you know um he's yeah. like maybe a, a figure four and and the um and the sharpshooter, but you know, that's, that's not for me. And Steve Austin was like, I didn't even know any submission moves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, yeah, it was pretty cool. And like, you know, talking about how they came out and Brett and um, Austin were just like talking through the match, you know? And he said, you know, if you really want this thing to work, you're going to need to be busted open. And they had like a no busted open policy at that time, you yeah. know, no, no blood policy. I can't remember what exactly it's called. Um, but uh, Brett busted him open the hard way, like right above the eyebrow. And he said, as soon as he saw that blood, you know, after he got hit into the, the barricades, he was like, oh man, we got something here, you know? Yep. Yeah. And they talked about like, uh, how like the flip, basically like the awesome coming in as a heel and Brett Hart being the face at the beginning of the match. The double and turn. The end, yeah. The double turn at the end and like how they were both satisfied with it. Like <clears throat> they knew what they were do- going into. It wasn't like, it, it was, it was planned for that to happen. It wasn't like, oh no, now people are booing Brett Hart. It was like, no, that's what we wanted to do. We wanted. I mean, to you got to think. Turn. That's a pretty. I mean, that's a. That's no small feat to pull off to do a double turn. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like it's easy. Though. Yeah, it's easy to do like a heel <laughs> turn, but I mean, just to like you know the whole the whole crowd is cheering Brett at the beginning of the match and like throughout the match, and then you know it just takes like that one moment for it to just be like oh, oh hell like yeah this is not good you know yeah and a lot of people are uh, I've seen a lot of people like upset that like they took the first like portion of it talking about the uh the montreal screw job and like that whole thing and stuff yeah. like that but i, I, was I didn't, they didn't, I didn't kick it, it off I, I didn't mind it but it was definitely nothing i hadn't heard before you know what i mean yeah um, I mean, i've heard i've heard brett talk about the screw job like you know a bajillion times i was hoping they wouldn't like start it off with that yeah. but um you know the, i guess you know maybe they got it out of the way and didn't want to like have it drag on at the end but um even austin i thought it was you know austin was talking about when he wrestled owen too and i was just wondering oh, i was kind of yeah. like just watching Ugh. Brett's face because I was like, oh, God, this is awkward, <laughs> you know. Um, but, I mean, it was, I mean, Stone, Steve Austin was like, he he said, you know, it was nothing but respectful the way he talked about him. And, you know, and I've and I've heard Steve Austin talk about that match in a not respectful way before. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, definitely. You know, after he got his freaking neck broken. Um, but. It, it, it was it was fine and just in my in my gut i was like watching it like oh they were like showing the footage and everything and i was he was like your your brother who is no longer with us and we were yeah. like mm-hmm. oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah but but they talked about like the fact that like you know owen did the respectful thing and like 
when he told him like, "Hey, I can't move," like he backed away and like played to the crowd, that type of thing. Like he respected that he did that. Did, oh like, yeah, and he let him roll him up on that like just horrific yeah. roll up. You know what I mean? I mean, it was like the, like I mean, Steve Austin said it was the worst roll up in the history of wrestling, uh, and it really was. Uh, yeah. But yeah, oh Owen just went with it. So yeah, pretty pretty crazy. It was good. I definitely go. I definitely recommend going back and watching it. And they did deep dive on uh, WrestleMania 13, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. What's this? Uh, WWE Untold Rodzilla? Is this the? Uh, they're doing a documentary about uh, Dennis Rodman on the WWE Network. Yeah, they have a. If you oh, go to, wow. um, I did not know that. Yeah, so I seen on. Uh, so on, if you go to Fox, Fox Sports, um, they have like a WWE section now because obviously they're partners, um, and they do like they show clips from like WWE backstage and like pretty much like they replay. They like show whatever's on WWE.com and show that as news. But apparently they do. They have like a little trailer for it. They're doing a uh, untold, and Dennis Rodman is actually on it, which wow. is really awesome. Like it's Hulk Hogan's on it. It looked like uh, he spoke on it. Dennis Rodman, um, DDP. Um, it didn't show Carmelo. Like current, like current Dennis yeah. Rodman. Oh yeah, wow! A, yeah, like 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 the white background, like how they do the untold. Yeah. Documentary. Like yeah, oh, like wow. and he basically talks about well, well his his part was like um, <laughs> after the. Uh, after the diamond cutter that uh, Carl Malone gave him, he was just like, I can't. I, he was like, I'm, I'm so glad it was over. Like, he didn't want to do, he didn't want to <laughs> wrestle anymore. But, um, yeah, they're just, they show clips of Hogan talking about Phil Jackson, like, calling up and going, like, where the hell is he? Because during the playoffs and stuff like that, it's NBA, it's a basketball season. Like, he was doing this stuff. It wasn't like he was doing it in offseason. That he would never like, happen now. Can you imagine yeah, something like, like that happening LeBron now? James doing no. something like that during, yeah. like, playoff season? No. Absolutely that definitely wouldn't happen. But yeah, he uh, he was kind of, and I guess it would be like, they Hogan was just like, yeah, they uh, so we go to him like, hey, Robin, Phil, Phil wants you back there, and he's like, I'm not going back. Like he didn't want to like <laughs> go play in any games, so I can't like, it, lo- it looks like it's a really good uh show. I can't wait to see it though. Uh, I want to give you guys a heads up that the uh, the new season of Dark Side of the Mat, mm-hmm. sorry, Dark Side of the, of the Ring. Ring, I'm sorry, appear uh, premieres on March 24th, which is. Uh, a week from yesterday on next Tuesday. So, well, that'll uh, give us something to yeah, watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I'm trying to work with some of the guys that put the show together to get them on the podcast here to kind of promote it and talk about some oh, of nice. the stories behind. So, uh, hopefully, we can make that happen during the quarantine. So, um, yeah, some more, some more wrestling content coming down. So, you don't have to work out. You don't have to do anything productive. Just watch. <laughs> trying to find as much stuff for you guys. So you don't have to like uh, lose weight or like be uh, healthy and all that kind of bullshit. Or be so, mindful, or you yeah, know, yeah, just just keep eating wings. Like all the restaurants near me are just still doing carry out. Um, I feel bad for there's a, there's a one of my buddy's sisters owns a Irish place nearby, and he said they usually on St. Patrick's Day they do like eighty thousand dollars in business, and like oh yeah, we got we got the we got the call the day before. St. Patrick's Day that all the restaurants and bars were closing and I'm like, oh my god, it sucks because that's a huge day. But I mean it does make sense to close it before that because there's so many people around all congregating. But uh Yeah. You know, definitely support your local restaurants and mm-hmm. and, and uh if you can and order some stuff out. I mean, I know a lot of people have um stockpiles some food here and there. Uh so that's always good, but uh, you know, try try to maybe one night a week here as as we get into the doldrums of quarantine zone. Uh, order you know order some carry out from one of your favorite restaurants because uh, it helps them out, especially if it's a small business. 
Um, yeah, and yeah. I even heard a good idea to go just even if you don't want to order food right now, like if you don't feel comfortable or whatever, go get a gift card from those places. So that way they have your money now and then it gives you a reason to go out on a date later, or, you know, go grab lunch with a family or something like that. So um, that's a good way that you can support small local business too. And my, my parents own a, a restaurant. So yeah, it's definitely something that I'm passionate about is like, you know, supporting your, your local peeps. Yeah, you posted that picture, and uh, it looked pretty pretty damn amazing, uh, the food that they have there, all the sides. Yeah. I miss being in the South because, like, sometimes you go to a restaurant, like, the side, the list of all the sides they had be like, oh, my God, this is, like, I just want to eat all of these things. I just want to have, like, yeah. five <laughs> sides right now. That sounds oh, great. Oh, there, there's, there's an option on the menu for just, it's Every, just sides. Yep. Like, yeah, you just Every get four Southern sides and, like, some that. bread. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, it's, it's good stuff. Yeah, my mom owns, like, a meat and three, and it's, uh, man, my mom can cook anything dude and it's freaking delicious hence why i why i love food and i have to like you know be a health and fitness junkie nowadays because i grew up just being able to eat whatever the hell i wanted biscuits and gravy country fried oh. steak fried okra oh god we have a uh, Corey, Corey handy and shane eby and the uh the facebook group are both chefs so if they're maybe if they're shut down if they can't cook maybe we'll try to get them to do some facebook live videos of like you know just a meal prep or you know something like on our facebook group would be pretty cool i do want to give a shout out to my buddy john and who owns jimmy's famous seafood here in baltimore which i will go on record as the best restaurant in the entire country this is what he's doing he's providing free jimmy's uh meals to all of his employees uh he's providing financial aid to all of them every gift card that people buy all the money goes to the employees that are out of you know jobs now for the foreseeable wow. future. Uh, they designed a new T-shirt, uh, which they're they're always coming with new T-shirt designs. All the money from that is going to the staff. Uh, they're launching like a new podcast and and, and Facebook show. That's you know they're going to try to get all their employees involved with that. They have two food trucks that are up and running. So um, you know it's I gotta be it's gotta be tough to be a small business owner. But John, you know I want to get him on the podcast here as well soon because. This dude is one of the smartest businessmen that I know of. I mean, he's he was probably planning this stuff out for weeks because he saw all this coming. But mm-hmm. um, you know, you have to you have to be creative, and you know, it goes from from uh, a restaurant up to up to the top of a of huge multi billion dollar wrestling company. You know, you have to keep things interesting and keep things um, you know keep people coming back because there's a, a thousand different places you can go. So yeah, definitely support your local restaurant. Um, and I, um, I can't wait for all this to be over so we can go out and enjoy life. And, and yeah. Some and things. take note, take note of all those businesses, um, and how, ha- and how businesses treat their, their teams and their employees and stuff during times like this, because you're going to see a stark difference in, you know, some that are just like crappy and like, you know, don't close their doors and don't, you know, don't take care of their people in times like this. And then the ones who do, like, those are the ones you need to support um you know like it's it's just funny i've been getting emails from people like this is how we're handling covid i'm like oh my god if i get another email about how you're freaking handling covid 19 that's been the best part of this entire thing every like pandora radio sent me an email about covid 19 like (laughs) every time i get it like i tell my wife like oh honey um uh spotify sent me an email about this have you heard about this covid 19 yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I I don't know anything about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Warby <laughs> Parker is uh, alerting me about this fucking virus that I didn't know about. Like, yeah. come on, man. It's hilarious. Seriously. Um, 
yeah, so uh, that was funny. Uh, we talked about uh, everything outside of the ring. Uh, should we get into our go figure segment, guys? Let's go. All right, let's go. Hold on one second. Nothing. I am wearing a nada. I'm sitting pretty impatient, but I know you gotta put in them hours. I'm gonna make it harder. I mean, this is a steamy video. Man, I haven't watched a music video in a long time, but shout out to Sheena for the Fifth Harmony uh, suggestion. Nobody's working, so we got to listen to work, you know? All right, cool. It's, it's work from home. Yeah. It's, it's, it's talking about working from home. That's what everybody's doing right now. <laughs> right. Uh, so this is our Go Figure segment. This is where we talk about our hashtag fig hunting. And uh, we let you know what we purchased over the last week. And um, this is sponsored in part by our good friends at Ringside Collectibles, who have a huge Easter sale going on right now. A ton of good deals. If you missed out on the Survivor Series, um, Don Morocco, Jeff Hardy, those are available there for a really great price, less than 20 bucks. Uh, they have Jeff Hardy Elite 67, 12 uh, Elite 71, Jeff Hardy, $15.99, Finn Balor, Demon, $16.99. ton of great deals on their website. It's ringsidecollectibles.com. You can use our code, Chick Foley, uh, for 10% off of there. And we appreciate it. I want to give a shout-out to one of our listeners, Jason Cook, who has probably the best Twitter handle ever. It's Jason CO 78727123 I mean, it just <laughs> just rolls off the tongue, Jason. Oh, perfect. You know, it's just, I don't know if that's your like your your pin number for your ATM or whatever, but Jason, we want to want to give you a props. He sent us a picture. He the other night he couldn't sleep. He bought a shirt of ours from ProWrestlingTees.com. He did an order on rest on uh, Ringside Collectibles and used our promo code, and he bought something from Chalkline uh, as well. So, uh, Jason, we appreciate you, man. You're an awesome member of our group and our Facebook group, uh, and thank you for uh, supporting all the people that support us. We really, really appreciate that. Uh, so let's get into uh, what we bought this week. I didn't buy anything. Uh, I did receive my Peyton Royce figure. I think it was like the day after we recorded last week. Uh, from our buddy JB Toys, he sent me that. So I have that up on the shelf now, and um, I have a couple packages I need to send. I don't know if the uh, post offices will close. I don't know if you got uh, – is that going on up in Boston, Massachusetts, Marco? If the post no, office everything's, closed? everything's still uh, going. Okay, so everything's there. still open up where you are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, it's it's funny. I Obviously, I'm in liquor stores all, all day, every single day. And the the governor had I was everybody's like oh the governor's making an announcement at eleven o'clock this was like Monday, and this is when he announced all the restaurants and bars would be closing, and everyone like flocked my liquor stores were like busier than they are on Christmas, and I was I like drove to a supermarket and bought like two hundred dollars worth of meat, uh, because that's where I mean I have tons of alcohol I just don't I just need like make sure I have chicken and steak in the freezer and I'm good, uh, so that was all taken care of so. Um, yeah, I picked that up from uh, our good buddy, and I don't really have anything else that's coming around that I need. Uh, I'm going to start circling back on some older stuff. Um, uh, yeah, Marco or Sheena, either of you guys pick up anything this week? Well, I picked up, um, obviously, those chalk line shorts that we talked about earlier, uh, the Hulkamania chalk line shorts. I got those for the heel husband. And I've been buying him all kinds of stuff. He's going to be like Christmas for him when he gets home. It's gonna He's just going to have like the Mark K full of packages and figures and 
like gear, all kinds of stuff. So I got those and um, I'm going to save something else for a future oh. segment uh, oh. that I purchased. So um, I'll save that. But um, that's all that I purchased this week. So is this, besides, is this for you know, this is this this thing you're saving? Is this for the heel husband? Um, no, it is for myself. Oh, okay. Yeah, treat yourself, yeah. girl. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to give myself a little slum sum. Marco, what about you? Uh, nothing much. Just um, I actually received my um, uh, live figure from um, a zinger on uh, Twitter. His actual name is Andrew uh, from Canada. So hopefully he got the uh, Wendy that I uh, I sent him. Um, he didn't message me back and say he did, but hopefully he got it. Um, yeah, I saw he tweeted. He tweeted it. He looks like he got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I missed the. Yeah, I missed that tweet. Then yeah, so awesome. He got that. Um, Is it bad that every time I hear Wendy now, it's such a mom thing. They make like these little, you know, uh, gas releasers that are called Wendy's, and everybody's like, "Yeah, did you get your Wendy?" And I like that's all I can think about is because <laughs> I'm a I'm a mom, and that's like where my mind automatically goes. I don't oh. know what's happening to me, you guys. I just think about the fast food restaurant because I'm a big fat guy. So. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> they do got dude. Let's let's be real. Uh, Wendy's does have a mean chicken sandwich. I That's heard they on. have breakfast now. I haven't actually seen it. I haven't I haven't been to a Wendy's in probably ten years or so. But oh, um, wow. yeah, I just I just don't ever compel like Frosties. No, I mean I I enjoy their food. I just never like they're they're just so de- Wendy's are so depressing. They're always like dimly lit. Like yeah, I drive through. I I haven't probably eaten inside of a Wendy's and. I mean, I probably couldn't tell you when, um, but I mean, I've driven through a few Wendy's in the last decade for sure. Okay, yeah, I mean, I'm sure their breakfasts are probably amazing because they make good food. So, and they're awesome on Twitter. They're super funny. So, yeah, that's good. Uh, so, Marco, you picked that up. That's good. Um, I was trying to search something else here on my phone, but I forget what I was. What looking else for. did you get, Marco? Anything else? Um, I received my. Uh... My the second wave of uh, the WWE oh, Master yeah. of the Universe from uh, from the one Mike Lanham. Uh, he was actually oh, uh, Mike. I actually I threw out the back signal. I was like, forget this. I was like, isn't they're not showing up around here? I threw it up. Um, it took a while, and then he actually um, I think he I think he got grabbed a couple of sets. He was on our Facebook group today, uh, seeing if anyone else needed anything because he grabbed I think he grabbed two sets of the masters of the universe so if anyone else out there that needed it and hopefully um i think he put out a message earlier and asked if anyone needed one um but yeah no definitely got those so complete set of uh wwe master of the universe it's the if you see them in person there's the figures are so awesome i'm not sure i, I haven't seen this the second wave at oh all. that's so good the, the cena one's awesome the see-through like fake cena it's called and then they have like the Roman Reigns is really awesome looking. Rey Mysterio. Um, and who else is in there? There's one more person I'm forgetting. Well, Macho Actually, Man, dude. Macho, Macho Man. Man. That's right, yeah. He's, Come on. He's like the, the, the best the one. Most next, wanted. Uh, yeah. yeah, the most wanted next to um, next to uh, Peyton Royce, I think, yeah. right now when it comes to like figures out there. But yeah, all four of those and just sitting pretty. Can't wait to crack those open and see what they are. But other than that... Uh, Pretty light week. That, yeah, pretty light week. We've had, we've had a lot going on this week. Yeah, yeah. Next week's probably going to be nothing. We're not probably yeah. going to have a good figure segment. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be no no stores open, nothing happening. I have a bunch uh, of stuff to mail to people. I feel so bad. I have like four packages to mail out to people that I'm going to do hopefully first thing tomorrow morning. 
it's just been crazy with you know my son's birthday and all the uh the, the world ending and all that kind of stuff oh, so yeah. It gets in the way, the world ending. Yeah. I do want to give a shout out to our buddy Tom Sliney on our Facebook group, which we didn't even we haven't even promoted the the Patreon. We'll get to that in a second. Tom is doing our first ever card break on our Facebook group. He bought a couple cases of the uh, WrestleMania cards, the WWE WrestleMania cards. Uh, we're all jumping into it, and uh, he's going to open packs. Whatever's in the pack, we get to keep. Uh, so if you're a Patreon member on our Facebook group, I think there's like five or six spots open. Uh, you can do that. He's going to open those tomorrow night. I like to keep those going. It's pretty fun. I know the major brothers do that in their Patreon group uh, quite a bit. Um, but uh, Everybody seems so into it. It's so funny because it's like well, the one thing that I'm not like, you know, collecting or anything. But everybody else is like, give me this one. Give me this one. Yeah, it's it's been pretty big. I I, uh, I want to give a shout out to a couple guys. Our, our good buddy Andrew Bennett. I talked about this guy last week on our show. He had like, you know, huge bins of wrestling cards that he was opening with his daughter. Asked everybody oh gosh, on the yeah. Facebook group uh, what, you know, what their top three favorite wrestlers are. And I told him, you know, obviously I'm like, Kurt Angle fan. I wanted some Rey Mysterio cards for my my son. Blah blah blah. So he's like, "Yeah, I just sent uh, sent it out to you. you. Should be getting it soon." He didn't didn't take any payment from me. I was like, "Dude, I need to send you something." You refused to take any kind of payment, and I was like, "Oh, how many cards are you sending?" He's like, "Oh, about a hundred cards." Oh my like, god! What? Wow. What the hell, dude? <laughs> Come on, man. Jeez, let me. So, I mean, next next figure I find that that he's looking for is going to go right to him. Um, shout out to him. Shout out to a couple other people. I got a good buddy Justin Pickard and uh, Lucas Weiser. Uh, a couple guys in our Facebook group are, are sending me some cards pro bono uh, just to give to my son because uh, uh, he's super into Rey Mysterio. I'm, I'm building a little binder for him. I didn't actually didn't give it to him for his birthday because he got so much other stuff. So. Uh, yeah, it's lost in the shuffle. Yeah, I guess I could mention that for my uh, for my go figure segment. I got my son a uh, Drew McIntyre Elite, the new Drew McIntyre Elite, which is super awesome. And I've been holding on to this ringside exclusive uh, Wolfpack Sting for him, uh, mint on card, and watched him open that up. And I was like, oh my god, I should have kept this in the package because <laughs> just killed all the value of this thing. But he loved. I mean, he's like he has it in bed with him right now. He probably has it in his hand while he's sleeping. Um, mm-hmm. So he loves that. So. Yep, uh, I, f- I find if you give your kid a new uh, toy every day, they're they're a lot calmer and they play a lot a lot nicer. So um, we'll see if that can, you know that's you Parent- know. parenting tip of the week. Yeah, just buy them like a twenty dollar wrestling toy every day. You know, they'll, and they'll play yeah. fine. You know, it's it's easy. Yeah, everybody can do that, right? Um, yeah. So his birthday's over. So back to the real world. Um, we did see some cool new Mattel reveals. At some sort of uh, toy con in Las Vegas, where uh, Sweaty Bill had his surgical gloves on, trying to <laughs> yeah, not get he sick. Did. Sweaty yeah. Bill. I thought I really, for some reason I thought we talked about these. Must have this must have happened. I mean, the the days are just turning into weeks. I feel like in my brain. Um, no, they just got announced like four days ago. Yeah, it was over the weekend. It was over the weekend, yeah. so we missed it. Um, it's an AJ Styles uh, in his OC gear, Ronda Rousey. Ravishing Rick Rude and a classy Freddie Blassie. I guess it could be because I tweeted about it. Um, I don't know what you guys are, are hunting for. I'm I'm you know I'm uh, a little bit younger. I'm in my mid thirties. I don't remember anything from classy Freddie Blassie. I've never seen him, you know, except for you know clips on WWE Network. This might be one of the best wrestling figures I've ever seen. That this thing is so perfect. I don't know if you saw the the pictures mm-hmm. of it. It is an yeah. amazing figure. 
and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab it just because it's it's just so amazing looking. It looks like a, a tiny person. <laughs> yeah, it it does look really really good. Um, I gotta have that Rick Rude, dude. That Rick Rude is primo. Um, yeah. it's just so freaking money, dude. Like I I just God, I love it so much with like the warrior tights on. It's just awesome. I think there's isn't there a chase. Um, Rick yeah, I think Rude there too? is. Yeah. Man, I think the the Freddie Blassie is either a Target or a Walmart, but all the rest will be available on Ringside Collectibles. I'm so glad we're getting an AJ Styles figure. God, finally! I know, man, finally! Let's go, I've been waiting man! So this guy's been long. around so long. It's beautiful just, hair. It's just dues. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. The Ronda Rousey's awful looking. It looks like it, her head looks like uh, Peyton Manning's head, peanut head. But um, the- I don't think it's awful. I think the I think the makeup. I mean, when she wore that makeup, um, what was that? Was that WrestleMania when she wore that makeup? The raccoon. It was like, the raccoon. Yeah, makeup? it was the like totally makeup. like black swan, like kind of raccoony. Um, yeah, I, it just I think that's what really kind of makes it look bad because it like her eye sockets just look huge on her tiny little head. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, the the Freddie Blassie and the uh, the Rick Rude figures are. 100% gets for everybody, I'm sure. So the, I don't know when those are going to be around. I ordered a um, from Heroes Hangout. It's a website. I think they're based out of Albany, New York or something. But they had the Freddy, the uh, Jim the Anvil Nighthearts on order for like 30 bucks. So I ordered one. I called them today like, hey, what's going on with this? It's been a while. I was like, we haven't gotten anything from Mattel in like four or five weeks. And I don't know where we're going to get more again because of Chinese New Year and then the uh, coronavirus. So um, I'm assuming stores are the same. I mean, a lot of the figures you see probably in your targets and Walmarts have been like, you know, at Mattel, like have come over to the U.S. and are just kind of being funneled out. So I'm, I'm sure you'll st- still see some stuff for the next weeks uh, here leading up, but I'm sure it's going to come to the point where it's going to be hard to see anything in the stores uh, because of everything that's going on. I actually went to Target today and they had a ton of, I mean, they had, uh, the Jeff Hardy, they had a couple of Billy Kays hanging there. I mean, I didn't grab anything for anybody because I was in a hurry. Uh, just grabbing uh, um, mac and cheese for my son because he likes this. Uh, what's that? Auntie Anne's or what's that? Uh, what's that? You you eat that granola shit. Annie, Annie's Organic. Annie's Organic. He likes the white cheddar. Annie's, yeah, he's just super foofy, uh, finer things club uh, taste and, and mac and cheese. But uh, I, I just think people aren't really, you know, out hunting and out, you know, buying toys right now, which makes sense well, because listen, I'm, I'm pro- I probably visit Target more than just about anybody you guys know, um, and I haven't been to Target in probably a week and a half, maybe, maybe a little longer. Yeah, so I haven't even been out on these streets, dog. She and I go it's, to Target uh, every day. Every day, I go to Target. You go to Target every day. Every well, I day. Go- I usually go, um, but do you go, like, you just go strictly for figure hunting, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, like, go, like, peruse around Target, like, you know, kicking well, it's it. A, like, it's a way out of the house, know, yeah. With, you know, the co- with the coffee in the hands. Yeah, it's like, it's like, mom, <laughs> like, so just like mom's Disneyland. Like, we're all there, like, in solidarity. Like, you know, you know, we don't care if other, ki- other people's kids are crying or, you know, causing a fit. Like, we're just like, a, we feel you, sister, you know? So that that's me. I, I can't believe I haven't had any Target interaction in, like, weeks granted my bank account is like probably happy but still yeah yeah that's the one thing with the with this uh quarantine i'm sure people are gonna you know, if you're still getting paid from work you're gonna save a little bit of money by not going out and eating food and 
eating out every day, you know, uh, probably mm-hmm. eat a little bit healthier at home cooking your own meals. So that's, that's a plus. So yeah, some, some cool new Mattel, uh, elite reveals over the weekend. I don't know when those will hit. I know Peyton Royce's have been hitting uh, a lot of stores. A lot of the folks in our Facebook group, we need to, we need to talk about our, our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Chick Foley show, or you can go to Chick Foley show.com. Uh, all of our friends there are, uh, you know, it's an awesome group. We have about 120 plus strong out hunting figures and helping each other out doing trades. I mean, every every time I go on there, there's there's new posts. Um, you know, multiple times a day, people finding stuff out in the wild and trying to trade stuff. So uh, if you're out and if you're if you're on social media and you're you're just kind of striking out, your stores don't have anything. Um, I highly recommend checking us out because um, it's you know. Don't pay eBay price. Don't don't pay those yeah. eBay prices, guys. Come on, what are you doing? We had it's a couple. Ridiculous. We have so, couple- so many Peytons are popping up now, and I'm like, oh, I missed one today, and I was like so pissed at myself because he was like, oh, this would be perfect for a loose collector because the card was kind of messed up, oh, yeah, or the box that. was messed up, and I was like, no, I saw somebody else claimed it. I, was, I mean, I'm glad somebody else in our group got it, but I was just like, oh, I can't believe I missed it. I know. I need to. I need to put the word out that the. Uh, the queen of pot style needs to have needs to have one sooner than later because it's getting, <laughs> it's getting ridiculous. I um, know, I know. I do want to give a shout out to some of our new Patreon subscribers. I didn't give them a shout out last week, so I need to do that right here. Tommy Purr, who is a uh, just like our buddy Alex Centron, is a uh, independent wrestler. So we have a couple independent wrestlers now in our group: James Kilka, Joshua Chestnut, and uh, Thomas Mont. Tal Montaldo, Mon- Thomas Montaldo is another Patreon member as well, and Ryan Harry. People's names now. No, no, Thomas. That's like a Thomas Montaldo was uh, was an extra in The Sopranos, so a lot of people know that. And Ryan Harry, Ryan Harry. That's the kind of people. If you have an easy name, Ryan Harry, love you, man. Yeah. Easy for yeah. me to read. I'm three but beers he's prob- in. He's probably got a. He's probably got a. Uh, a Twitter handle that's like got a lot of underscores or something. There's got to be something. If he's just like you know got an easy regular name, he's got to have a flaw, a fatal flaw somewhere. Yeah, There's Ryan be- underscore Harry underscore uh, that Seven, dude five, underscore yeah. six nine six nine. Uh, yeah. But thank you guys for joining up. It starts at a dollar per month. Uh, it goes up from there. Our highest tier gets you a uh, Chick Foley T-shirt, and you get to co-host a segment with us here on the show. Uh, so we appreciate anything you guys can donate, especially these trying times that we have coming up here. Uh, I know money is tight for everybody, but uh, we're going to crank out a ton of new uh, content for you guys in the coming weeks and months. And uh, hopefully we can get through all of this stuff together. So check it out, chickfullyshow.com. And uh, that is our Go Figure segment. And uh, we have a new segment here that we don't have a sponsor for. It's called Quarantine and Chill. Marco, what's this all about? You put get this on the script here. Yeah, so I, I figured like we should try to get some like I know we are running out of suggestions with wrestling stuff, but like if you have any suggestions for any type of binge watching um, during this uh, this quarantine time, which is probably going to be the next couple of weeks, maybe a month, maybe the next year, who knows? Two years. We have Whoa, slow down, what man. We could watch. <laughs> Oh, the rest of our lives. Who knows how long this is going to last? I don't want to scare anybody, but this is where we're 
Anyway, yeah, oh, I got some, um, I got some good I got some good recommendations. I love to uh, I love a good binge worthy a good binge worthy show. And you guys, there is a um, since we're all in the house and we all have to be socially responsible and social distance. And if you're not social distancing, you're not taking this seriously. You really should be. I'm not gonna bring the podcast down or be too political or like you know try to like shun you here, but take it seriously. Um, but you don't have to miss out on your Netflix dates with your friends because there's a Google Chrome extension now called Netflix Party. And I don't know how long this has been out, but I guess what? it's just now becoming a thing. Yeah. So there's a Google Chrome extension that you can put in your laptop. Um, to It's called Netflix Party. It, you can all watch the same show at the same time. So when you pause, there's like a chat thing. Like everybody pauses, so you're all synced up together. Um, yeah, super, super cool. So I guess it's becoming, I don't know if it's probably been out for a while, but it's just now kind of like hitting mainstream because, you know, we're not over at each other's houses watching Netflix and stuff anymore, you know, because we're trying to be socially responsible. So yeah, Netflix party, Google Chrome extension. Uh, check it out. I have not gotten it yet, but I've seen a lot of people talking about it. So I'm super stoked oh, to like see what it's all this. about. We are going to have fun with this. I'm going to watch oh, yeah. episodes of The Office with everybody <laughs> on here. We do this. Yeah. Yeah, we should definitely do this. Um, some of my net or quarantine and chill suggestions are if you haven't watched the new season of Glow or Glow Period, you definitely need to watch the uh, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling because that show is freaking awesome. The Righteous Gemstones uh, with Danny McBride, John Goodman, um, Adam Devine, uh, freaking Walter or uh, Walton Goggins. Like, dude, I love the Righteous Gemstones. Did you guys ever get to watch that? Uh, yeah, I, did. I did. I liked it. That's good. Yeah. I thought it, I think it's well. I guess maybe I appreciate it more because I grew up in like a southern, like, state where there's like you know super like big churches and you know all all that religion stuff happening. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I thought the Righteous Gemstones was pretty spot on. Um, I am so ashamed to admit this, but I got peer pressured by the freaking hot take kid to watch love is blind oh yes we have to talk about this i sent the homework assignment out to all the listeners i could not i could not stop watching even though like i could just feel my brain melting and getting super upset of myself for for watching it but it is it is entertaining and it's it is a really interesting experiment experiment because you, you start to think about like what you would do in that situation which is hard for me because i mean i've been with Seth since i was 17 so i can't imagine dating in 2020 like Oh my gosh, that would just—I can't imagine. What did you? What did you think, did Marker? Did you watch the show at all? Unfortunately, yes, I watched okay. it with the uh, <laughs> with the <laughs> with the wife. She was probably all um, about that shit, right? Oh no, she yeah, she like she. I mean, it's I think it's an awful show. Personally. Yeah, but it's hundred percent awful. Yeah, yeah, but it's, uh, it's, it's crazy. It's interesting. But up, yeah, yeah, it is interesting, and it's definitely something like I, you know, I love like I love some reality TV. Um, and I, I thought freaking Amber was crazy, but I've known a lot of Ambers in my life who were just oh, like, yeah. that, like super overbank. I haven't finished it yet. So, you know, no spoilers yet, no, where are you but, at? um, they're, they're, they're just, they're just now picking out their dresses and oh, they're, and they're you know, suits. come on, you're, this is what you need to get to. The best part is a finale. Yes. That's the only, that's the only thing worth watching. Just don't even watch any episode. Just watch the last episodes. Okay. Okay. I will, I will, we will, we will reconvene. We talk about anything. Okay. Well then we will reconvene on Love is blind next week right, on everybody show. watch everybody watch love is blind who's yeah. who is who is the worst character i i think we're all they're gonna all say the same thing awful no there's <laughs> one person that's just the worst 
that I, I hope gets coronavirus. Uh, I'm, horrible, I'm horrible with names. Uh, that's the it's, worst. it's a female, I think, right? I think Jessica is probably yes, the worst. Yes, 100%. Yeah, no, yeah, yes. You're right. She's yeah. terrible. Jessica just makes me so frustrated because she's like I she's so wishy-washy and it just pisses me off because she's playing that poor little dude, that poor Marco or Marco oh, or whatever. Yeah. She's yeah. playing him like alone. a fiddle dude. Like I'm just I, I feel so bad for him and his little buddy's trying to like warn him like dude, I see the I see the red signs and and Mark has just got like hard eyes, you know, for her. So <laughs> Yeah, we will talk more about this next week. Um, but my last, I'm going to throw out some more suggestions that I love. True Detective, watch it. Orange is the New Black. Uh, if you haven't seen it, Jailbirds. Lots of prison shows. <laughs> so that's yeah. nothing, nothing like, nothing like being, yeah, nothing like being quarantined and watching prison shows. Yeah, it's um, like prison. The season two of Castle Rock, like the anthology show, the Stephen King show, um, season two was really, really good. And um, also another kind of like meta show right now is like Black Mirror. I feel like we're like living in an episode of Black Mirror right now. Um, So I feel like that would be a good show for you to kind of watch and just, you know, dive into. Love it. Yeah, there's a ton of good suggestions there. Marco, you got anything to add to that before we move Um, on? Yeah, I won't go too crazy, but um, if if anyone's into any of the BBC shows, um, there's uh, Luther with the recently infected uh, Idris Elba. Um, that's thoughts, uh, and he, thoughts and prayers. Yeah, I think yeah, that's going to be like the new celebrity thing. Is like yeah. the, the like the new celebrity things are going to be like, oh my god, I have coronavirus. <laughs> you know, like they're, they're going to be they're going to all be so jealous that the other celebrity has coronavirus. Damn, I didn't all... get coronavirus. I wanted that. Yeah, true. because you don't you do not see everyday people like coming out. Like everyday people want to like remain anonymous because they're afraid of how coronavirus is going to like affect their life and their livelihood and their relationships and their job. Um, yep. You know, it's like like every article you read, it's like, Oh, the couple wanted to re- remain anonymous. You know, there's been a couple that in Norfolk that have contracted coronavirus. And then like, you know, Tom Hanks is like, I've got coronavirus. And then <laughs> just, oh, they're going to be like, you know, Oh my God. <laughs> it's gonna, Leonardo DiCaprio is going to come out and be like, you know, you guys, I have coronavirus. I contracted it on a mission in China. You know, it's, <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be a thing. Um, <laughs> but uh, one more thing is uh, so Dark Side of the Ring, the first season, they're yes. actually given away for free on Vice. Oh uh, wow! Dot com, on cool. ViceTV.com. So if you haven't seen the first season of Dark Side of the Ring, they they threw up all the episodes for free. They have ads in between, obviously, but they're all free. And if you've never seen them, they're all excellent. Oh. I actually started rewatching uh, the episodes. They're so they're so good, especially the um, the uh, what do you call it? Fabulous Moolah. Yeah, Fabulous Moolah oh, was good. The so um good. the uh Free Birds. Oh not the Free, free Birds, the freaking um Oh Bruce my god, Brady. my brain. No, Von not the uh, the, the Von, Von Erics. Erics. Yeah. Oh my god, I was like, not the Free Birds, but the other <laughs> the other ones, you know, the the freaking Von Erics. Uh yeah, the Von Erics one was really good. It was kind of depressing, but it was really it was just like so yeah. interesting to see like that that dynamic, you know. Yeah, I mean, my favorite. My favorite one was uh, the Gorgeous Gino episode. I really like that one. Um, the Mysterious Death of Gorgeous Gino. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, that was that was a really interesting one. Um, yeah, we're gonna have some we're gonna have some heavy hitters this season two coming up with uh, yeah, uh, Chris Benoit. Like, some big uh, ones for season two, man. Yeah, yeah. They they were like, we're pulling out all the stops for this one. 
yeah, uh, a lot of good stuff coming up. So, yeah, uh, Sheena stole a lot of my suggestions, but definitely go watch Love is Blind if you haven't. We'll do a full recap next week because <laughs> I thought Sheena uh, would want to. <laughs> yeah, you know. I will get through it before before next week. All right, let's get into our random merch of the week. This is uh, an item off of eBay that we find that uh, is pretty interesting. And, uh, Marco, you have it here, a L- uh, WWF Logo Vintage Windbreaker. Yeah, if you uh, click on it, it's um, actually not on eBay. Oh, it's actually no. sold by um, Wrestling for Sale on uh, Instagram. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's uh there's a combo. There's actually another thing that he's selling. It's like a WWF logo like uh, hat. One of those like corduroy uh, hats, like um, baseball caps, which is pretty cool. But uh, no, this is really awesome. It's um, uh, what does he have a price at? It is. It's actually sold already, so sorry, people, if you're looking to buy it. Um, just, just update to the hat. The hat is one twenty-five, um, so you can still. It, um, it was one seventy-five, I believe, that he had it for. But it's a pretty cool. Uh, it looks brand new. It's a windbreaker jacket with a little pouch, kangaroo pouch pocket mm-hmm. on the front. Um, it's like a quarter zip jacket, so it's not fully all the way down. Uh, it looks shiny as hell. So definitely, if you're like wearing that at night, you definitely wouldn't get ran over by a car or motorcycle depending on where you you run at night um but other than that yeah no it's it's pretty cool i think i'm gonna start doing more of these um especially with wrestling for silly there's a lot of cool t-shirts and different types of like artifacts from the past on his uh page so i think i might peruse through uh his instagram and yeah and i gotta interject here because this is where the go figure uh saved artifact comes in because uh I actually pulled the trigger on on this bad boy and got it for myself because wait wait which one wait uh, the jacket you bought whoa, the jacket a... I bought the jacket oh my god this I, is I, this I is a first this is a first this is a first this is a Chick Fil A show first twist jeez <laughs> wow. I um so I posted it because as soon as I saw it I was like oh dude this freaking jacket is mage.com and I shared it on my Instagram stories and then Ted hit me up and gave me a sweet sweet deal on it and i I couldn't yeah i couldn't say no uh and then he sent me so he he sent me the sweet sweet deal and i was like oh man okay let me think about this for a second and then he sent me this youtube video which was like the 1985 merchandise catalog it like showed every page of the merchandise catalog it was like the the 1985 season's greeting catalog it's got like hulk hogan coming out of the chimney wearing his you know (laughs) american made shirt and i mean it just like hit me right in the nostalgia feels and i was like all right sold and i got it so i'm so super pumped and it's so funny because i had posted it in the stories and then mike lanham hit me up and it was like dude i was at work i missed it somebody bought it and i was like yeah about that (laughs) (laughs) and so uh yeah i cannot wait i will i will post a picture when i get it in person but yeah i'm super 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 pumped because yeah it's it's pretty dope yeah, he has a uh, just right after that he posted this King of the Ring '94 Baltimore yes. Arena shirt, which I actually bought one that shirt from him. Not this one that he is for sale right now, but like uh, a year ago or so. It was not for 125. It was whatever. I feel like the prices on these uh, these old school vintage oh, yeah. shirts are are going up and up and up. So, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a cool shirt. I've I've worn it to a couple wrestling shows, but yeah. We should get Ted on the show as well, but follow him on Instagram, wrestling the number four sale, 
And uh, he's an awesome dude. Good support. Yeah, he just show. did his 30 days of favorite wrestling T-shirts and got like these are from his like personal collection, like not for sale. And he just did oh, like a wow. countdown, like 30 best. And dude, there is some like serious heat, like stuff that I'm like, how does he find this stuff? Or was it like an original from his, you know, like fanhood days? I mean, he's just got stuff that I'm just I can't even yeah, believe what, that he has. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I do want to know where he gets where he finds his stuff. Well, I mean, I'm sure, you know, he scours, you know, he's like a, he's like a hunter, man. You know, he like yeah. scours eBay and like all yeah. like, you know, places like that. And people, people list stuff and don't know what they have. And, you that's know, you, you can scoop, scoop it, it yeah. up and flip it, man. That's, that's the, that's the business. Yep. Uh, all right. Let's get into our retro wrestling recommendation of the week. This one is not a shocker. It's sponsored by ProWrestlingTees.com, but a match we talked about earlier. Marco, WrestleMania 13, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Bret the Hitman Hart submission match. Uh, one of my top five favorite matches. I'm sure it is for you guys as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yep. Pretty pretty freaking rad. I know we covered most of it um, earlier when we were talking about the uh, Broken School session. But, yeah, this is definitely in my top matches of all time. Like you said, it was just perfectly executed. Or I should say excellently executed. Um and it's just so good. I actually have a print like that. I had a, a Mark artist. He doesn't really do much work anymore, but um, a Mark artist did this really awesome print for us. And it's that, you know, submission where, uh, Brett has stone cold in the, in the sharpshooter. And it's one of my favorite pieces that we have. That's awesome. Yeah. It was a great match, a cool double flip, which you haven't, I don't think we've seen that since then, you know, 20 years yeah, if you ago, if you watch the if you watch the the Broken Skull session, you will want to immediately go watch WrestleMania 13. I watched Broken Skull sessions today, yeah. and unfortunately, I didn't have time because you know my kid was clamoring to watch Bolt, which is on Disney Plus. Oh, um, after God. I got done with Broken Skull session, so I didn't get to watch. Obsessed Re- with that movie, and it's awful. It's an awful movie. Yeah, it's not the best, but Brett. I mean, he he loves it because uh, you know he loves dogs. But yeah, he he's really into that right now. But. Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch WrestleMania 13 at some point this week because just seeing that interview really made me want to to go back and watch it all. All right, let's get into the mailbag a little bit here with some of our Patreon subscribers. Let's start with our boy, Daryl Jones II. Uh, what is your wrestling origin stories? What event or wrestler made you a fan? And what is the crown jewel of your wrestling figure collection? So I'll start mm. with... Let's start with Sheena on this one. Well, my wrestling origin story is definitely, you know, watching wrestling with my dad when I was a kid. You know, like the very late 80s, early 90s are like my my very first memories of wrestling. And he had this WrestleMania 4 VHS set that I remember. And it was like uh, you opened it. It was like a double tape because remember back in vhs they couldn't fit everything on like one vhs you know you had to have the, have two if it was like a wrestlemania um and it would open up and then hulk hogan would like it was like had a pop-up in the middle and hulk hogan would like pop up and i remember playing with that um when i was a kid and just thinking it was so cool really not knowing like what wrestling was but my dad was like a huge hulk hogan fan so i definitely think hulk hogan was the wrestler that got me into wrestling you know just this larger than life like huge personality um I think I think he was definitely my first memory of wrestling. What about you, Phil? That's a cool story, man. Um, I went to a like my cousin's house, and he had some friends over, and it was like right around the time of WrestleMania eight, uh, and I had no exposure to wrestling ever before that. And he had all the Hasbro's. Him and his all his friends were playing with them, 
And uh, I don't know if we watched WrestleMania then, but I was instantly hooked and like I wanted the magazines. I wanted the toys. Like, I don't know what I was. I was big into GI Joes and all that stuff. I just never had any exposure to, to wrestling. And then from then on, I was waking up every morning on Saturdays for superstars and, you know, collecting everything I could. And that, that was it. I just had never experienced it before. I was probably like maybe 10 or 11 at that point. So, um, that was that was the first exposure as far as the you know, the crowning jewel of my uh, collection i'll come i'll come back to that one let's go let's go to marco what's what's your uh your defining moment marco um definitely uh probably hulk hogan would probably be my my gateway mm-hmm. um so if you ever go to like any any if you watch any of like the old like um coliseum videos or any old vintage stuff that's on the wwe network you'll actually see a lot of um a lot of matches from the boston garden because they traveled there a lot because they were obviously wwf back in the day they were uh, eastern territory so they did a lot of like new york and connecticut and all these like different areas up up east so they would always come through boston like at least i mean it seemed like it was like every other month so um my uncle uh, would take me and my cousins all we'd go to like literally like every show at the Boston Garden. So I got to see That's like so a lot cool. of like yeah, I got to see like the Rockers. I got to see Legion of Doom when they were there. I got to see Owen Hart and Coco Beware and like literally everybody from like that era I got to see like at least once or twice. Um the main one was uh it's I, I actually had someone try to find it. It was someone on uh, oh, it was a wrestling historian um, on Instagram. I was actually having I wanted to try to find a um, a like a, a match card of one of the events I went to because it was Ultimate Warrior as a champion, and he like beat Andre the Giant in like eight seconds. It was like the shortest match ever. He literally just comes in, clotheslines uh, Andre the Giant, <laughs> splashes him. The music, his music was still playing. His like his Ultimate oh, wow. Warrior music did not stop. He like ran out squashed Andre the Giant and then ran around and ran back to the back again. So I was trying to like figure out what date that was. It was like, seemed like it was like 87 maybe, um, mm-hmm. 88 around that time or something like that. But, um, but yeah, it was, it was really awesome. It was, uh, that was like my gateway. It was just like going to all those different shows and seeing all those uh, different guys wrestle back then. I have fond memories of all that stuff. It's pretty cool stuff, Oh, man. crowning, crowning a figure, I would probably say, by uh, Ultimate Warrior LJN. Oh, nice. Yeah, minty fresh. What about you, Phil? What's your crown jewel of your collection? I don't know. I guess it's it's all of the Hasbro green card. I mean, I have Adam Bomb, the Smoking Guns, the Evil Crush, Ludwig Borgo, Yokozuna. I have everything but one, one, two, three kid. I can't just pick just one. I mean, those are super special to me because I've gone back and found them. F- you know, through friends and whatnot. Um, so I've had to pick one, probably that crush because it's super expensive. Not that I'd ever sell my, my, my Hasbro's, but, um, that's, that's the one for me. That's the, that was the hardest to get. Yeah. I would say, uh, the crown jewel of our collection. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's hard because it's like, well, what do you, what do you base your crown jewel off of your favorite or like the hardest to find or what you paid the most for? Um, but we have the, um, Legends USA War Ultimate Warrior, um, super super rare. And I think oh, somebody, I think somebody gosh. else asked, um, somebody else asked like what you paid the most for, and that was that was the figure that we we paid the most for uh, to get in our collection. But yeah, it's yeah. it's 
freaking super rad. I mean, you know, I love the original Legends line and the packaging and everything. I just think it's like one of the best, one of the best lines that they've had. That and defining moments. Um, but yeah, that's the crown jewel. Awesome. Thank you, Daryl. Great questions there. Let's go to our buddy, Mike Lanham, who's gotten several shout outs on the show. We can't say his name anymore. <laughs> he's gonna, go, he's gonna, gonna get go a right big to, yeah he's gonna go right yeah. to his head uh, next thing you know he's gonna be he's gonna be co-hosting this show with us yeah question number one last year drew mcintyre was basically a jobber now he's the main event of wrestlemania and likely the next champ so who is the one guy taking losses right now that you could see as mania hollywood's 2021 champion so let's start mm. i'll start with this one um i mean a guy that we've talked about on the show that's been taking L's and losing, I think would be Ricochet. You know, I don't know. If, yeah. I was, I, that's who I was thinking too. Yeah. I was going to say that too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe they're testing him with seeing how he does fighting from the bottom and coming up, but, uh, he's a marketable, marketable guy. He's got a skill set That's, you know, super fun to watch and kids enjoy. And, you know, the hardcore fans like him. Uh, he's not the best on the mic, but yeah, uh, if he can improve his mic skills, I think that's going to be the one thing that holds him back from being like a main eventer. Is just like he's going to really have to hone in his character. You know who he is because he's got all the other things. He's got that, like you said, the look, the skill set, the 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 following. All of that's in his favor, but he really needs to like, you know, hone in his character and get a little more it factor around him, and then get get his mic skills up but that that's definitely who i would pick too huh. nice what about you marco oh man i was gonna pick ricochet i'm gonna have to go well man that's, wow yeah. uh, that's okay yeah i'm gonna go uh i'm gonna go i'm not sure if he's gonna be champion which i probably can see him doing it because they're gonna seem like they're gonna go with him would be ali or mustafa ali um, really because he kind of well he was on that path he was on that kofi path mm-hmm. until he got injured so he was right. probably he's pretty much the guy that was gonna get like the the shot at some point. Um he has have an awesome gimmick. Um like with the uh the light up hands and all that stuff and the light up mask and everything. And like if if you guys have no we haven't talked about this at all, I don't think. Those like you ever see have you ever watched any of the SmackDown shows or any of the Raw shows and seen like glitches happen? Like weird things yeah. happen oh, during yeah. the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so they're yeah. thinking that's that one of the rumors is that's Ali, like his Aww. like return. Like he's coming back, and like there's like I guess yesterday or today maybe, uh, WWE's Twitter got taken over, and their logo went black, and it said like the truth will be revealed, and then it like went back to how it normally was. So like gotcha. I think I think they're I mean I would pick him. I'm not sure if he's who knows. I'm not sure where the storylines are gonna go and all this stuff. But like I could see him being like a like a WWE champion. Seems like they're focusing on the Universal Championship as like the main one and like the wwe is kind of like the second fiddle mm-hmm. one not now that brock has it it's right. the main one but goldberg has a universal so i think that's more prestige essentially if they're looking at it that way but i can see ali taking it and i can see probably both of them main eventing how about that ricochet and ali main eventing at wrestlemania for the wwe championship nice. would love, love that yeah the the revival wouldn't like it they don't like the flips <laughs> and stuff but uh I would who's like that it. I don't even know yeah, who that is. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's do a couple more. We have a ton. We'll save some of these for next week's show. Uh, Tom Sliney. With all the, oh, oh, Mike has one more question. You're stuck. We kind of answered this earlier, but let's do it real quick. You're stuck inside for the next 30 days. What's the one TV show you're going to binge watch you've never seen before and friends give you grief for never watching? I'm going to say Parks and Rec because uh, that seems oh, like a show that I would God, like. Oh, my God. I didn't know you hadn't seen that. 
Uh, I watched I'm like the first. You, I'm giving you grief right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would love to watch it. So I never, I've never seen it. So I'm going to give it a try. Yeah, um, I would say. I mean, I don't know if I will watch this, but um, if time, if you know, things get desperate. Uh, Friends is a show that I've never watched. I've seen like like multiple episodes of Friends, but never seen like everything collectively. You know, start wow. to finish. Um, I know, I know. And it seems like a show that I would really love. I love all those types of shows, you know, like, you know, Will and Grace and, you know, The Office, like all those like sitcom Seinfeld like type shows. Like I love those. Um, but yeah, I've never seen all of Friends. I don't know. Like all my friends love that show. <laughs> Marco, um, what about you? I, I, I actually don't know. I don't think I've, I think I watch, I watched too, too many shows. So it's not one show that I haven't seen that I didn't like or one that I have been told to watch or anything like that. So, yeah, I don't actually have an answer for that. I literally I will watch anything. I might not like it, but I'll watch it. That's yeah. that's who I am. There's no documentaries on the Cheesecake Factory that you haven't seen? <laughs> uh, no, but actually that's a good idea. We actually I might have to get oh, that yeah. going. Yeah. Big Cheese is, is coming for you, man. Who's, who's, yeah. who's kid is crying in the background? Uh, it's, it's, I think it's the baby face is awake and he's like sitting up, he's sitting up. I can see him on the oh, monitor no. just going, mama, mama, mama. Mm. Um, I kept that. I kept thinking he, I have the, I have the future women's champion here in my lap. She's been here the whole time. What? Oh, I yeah, know I know. I yeah. my mouth a little bit. Uh, <laughs> no, believe me. She's heard it all already. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, but yeah, the baby, the baby face just woke up. So I'm going to wait and see if he's going to lay back down, but if not, um, I'm going to have to jump off here no, and you guys will have to, question. you guys will have more. to wrap the show. Yeah, Kenneth Thinkins, last question tonight. We'll get to everybody okay. else's next week. If the Rock, this is an interesting question. If the Rock didn't make it in Hollywood, if he didn't do movies, would he still be wrestling right now? Uh, I don't. I mean, I think he would be like making appearances. I don't think he would still be like a full timer, but he could be like that Jericho role. You know what I mean? Like where he just comes and does like, like amazing stuff on the mic and put some put some people over and i don't know i i don't think he would be a full-timer for sure no i don't think so either but i think he would be in a, in a triple h type of role behind the scenes or 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 something you know in the performance center training in nxt I, it's hard to imagine marco the rock not being you know dwayne johnson in movies and stuff because he's we've seen him for the last decade or so so um, I don't know. I think he would probably have had a longer career. He would probably have wrestled for another, you know, he probably would have been through ruthless aggression and all that kind of stuff. And maybe now been more of a part-timer, but uh, it would have been fun to see for sure. He definitely wouldn't have the physique that he has now. I mean, because if you look at rock when he was oh a wrestler yeah. and the rock now, I mean, he's like next level, like Hollywood <laughs> made him like a monster. Um, so he would be a totally different person. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if he's ever come out and admit that he's had like work done on his face or anything, but I'm pretty sure he's had some, he's had some, you know, reconstructive business happening on his face too. So I feel like he would, he would look totally different. I would love to see what rock, not Hollywood Dwayne Johnson rock would look like in 2020. Yeah, that would be cool. Marco, any thoughts before we get out of here? Yeah, I mean, no, I'd, I'd, I'd probably see him as a part-timer as well. Um, maybe doing some like announcing. He'd probably, he'd be really good. Like a, not like a desk announcer. If he was a say around, uh, obviously with not thinking oh, of the rock awesome. as a Hollywood star, he'd be great. Like, like in the Jerry, the King Lala role as like the antagonist 
type of guy i think so yeah i mean that's why that's why i would see like his career like ending there in that sense but but yeah he'd have to have a longer career in the ring in order for us to give a good analysis on that but that's where i'm going with it all right so we will have a bunch we have a bunch more questions of you guys to answer we will get to those next week on the show we'll do a full recap of love is blind uh hopefully we'll have some figure news hopefully we'll all be healthy healthy and uh and good to go here. A buddy of mine actually got coronavirus. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I didn't mention this. Yeah. He went on, oh, no. on like a trip to Mexico and then went on like a couple of days in New York. He actually works for the Secret Service. And uh, he sent me this long story. I won't bore everybody with the details. But uh, they basically wouldn't test him. And my wife, my wife works at a hospital. They, she said this, too. She, they won't test people uh, if you don't have symptoms. Yeah, um, that's true. even if it's like someone you're near, I guess it's kind of like the flu. Like your your wife can have the flu, you can she can be sick and living in your house, and you can take care of her and help her get better. But you don't get sick, so you know it's very similar to that. So I guess they just yeah. don't want to waste uh, the the test for that type of thing. So um, it's just it's just a weird and and, and the the my wife's hospital that the, they had the first person today for coronavirus was in was in. Uh, brought to the hospital and she's like in her mid twenties and you know she's a healthy normal person so it's not just older people you know if you're if you're listening to this you're you're our age in your mid twenties or thirties uh, stay stay home and relax uh, hang out don't don't go out and and just let's try to get over all this bullshit and, and get back to our normal lives but uh, like I said we'll we'll be cranking out some extra content here over the next couple weeks. Um, we thank you for listening. Sheena went to go take care of the baby face. So, Marco, thank you for everything you do, man. We appreciate you uh, hugely on the show here, as we say every single week. Uh, I hope you have a good one, and hopefully we'll be talking soon, man. Yeah, definitely. All right, you guys can follow us on social media, the best place to hit us up. Uh, give us a nice five-star review on iTunes, and uh, check out our Patreon. It's chickfolyshow.com is where you can uh, get all of our extra bonus content. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back here next week on the Chick Foley Show. Stay classy, Marks. We'll talk to you then.